The opinions expressed on this podcast are not meant to be disseminated as medical advice. If you need additional clarification or have questions, consult a mental health professional in your area. Hello, and welcome to 10 Minutes to Save Your Marriage, the podcast where a comedy writer, that's me, James Breakwell, and a psychologist, that's me, Steve Olivas, try to solve your long-running relationship <laughs> issues in 10 minutes or less. Steve, how are you doing today? I wanted to sound as sad to introduce myself as you sounded introducing yourself. I I just try to sound mellow and professional going for like the NPR thing <laughs> and it gets me nothing but ire from you. Like I don't I don't know what you <laughs> want from me. I don't know where I'm going I, wrong. It's like it's like when I narrate my newsletter and my wife just says I'm doing it wrong and she doesn't have any notes. Like it just <laughs> it's just wrong and I can't I can't fix that. But what I can fix I don't think you use the word ire correctly there, James. I use all words correctly all the time as i will with this listener question here we go huh. wait i actually thought of you oh yesterday okay okay and it, it has nothing to do with your butt oh oh well then i'm not Although i'm not interested difficult. <laughs> continue anyway <laughs> let me let me just finish the anecdote here we need closure that uh we 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 have staff meetings at my new place every wednesday and uh, every other week, it's a real staff meeting where they go over administrative stuff. Stuff, and then the odd Wednesdays in between, we do we staff cases. And I was sitting there as one of my colleagues, like uh, cold pitched a case to everybody, and we needed to give feedback. And I thought, wow, this is exactly what I do on Ten Minutes to Save Your Marriage every week. Is uh, James cold pitches me a question, and I got to come up with like uh, an impossible solution to an 11th hour problem on the spot. And you have given me practice to be effective in those peer review meetings, James. Did you stay true to form and give terrible advice so that a non-professional could come in and save the day? (laughs) I don't know what good advice is anymore (laughs) since working with you, James. Well, here's another question for for you to flail at ineffectively. Hi, James and Dr. Steve. I've been at my job for 12 years and have been friends with my work bestie since she was hired eight years ago. We both got promoted at the same time, but we chose different paths, and hers took her to more more of a supervisory role, while mine took me to more of a travel-slash-training role. When the pandemic hit, my role was restructured, and I no longer travel, and we all work from home. On to my point. Over the past two years, she's gone through a lot. Divorce, issues with a behavioral kid, parents getting sick, and her work is suffering. I've noticed recently that she started to take credit for some of my stuff or ask my opinion about things so she can intelligently discuss issues that come up in meetings with other supervisors that I'm not in. We are good enough friends that I have brought issues directly to her before, but I'm starting to get uncomfortable now that I'm basically saying she is taking credit for my stuff and gatekeeping me. I feel so frustrated that I've started looking elsewhere, but it's doubtful I'll get paid as well to work from home with such flexibility. Waiting for your wisdom. All right, take it away, Steve. I've never heard the either phrase or term gatekeeping me. I've never heard the term gatekeeping before. I'm assuming that means that uh, she stops your information at the door and then carries it into the meeting herself. That's kind of what you were describing. So I was, uh, I, I wrote that word down. I was kind of daydreaming about the word and how language <laughs> changes over time. But 
your your work bestie it sounds like when you two saw each other every day everything was copacetic but now that you are virtual with each other you're able to see a little more clearly how this relationship dynamic plays out i would the fact that you want to leave the organization so you don't have to give her advice is a little bit strange to me and i wonder about how comfortable with confrontation you are because this this can be a soft confrontation but i wonder yeah, I've used wonder too many times. If you're worried about her being too fragile to take some feedback from you, that is about you and she. And I would say give her a chance to at least adjust if she knows that something is making you feel awkward about how things are going. So my advice is, and I get a little bit of this from uh, working with Breakwell and a little of this from what Mrs. Steve and I are currently watching on Netflix, which is Suits that it's all these apex predator attorneys that have no soul and uh, no empathy. They just get the job done and they cut deep. And I think uh, I could use a little bit more of that. Breakwell could use a little bit less of that. And somewhere in the middle is being firm but flexible with your friends. And if she's pulling for something that you no longer want to give, just let her know that. Like, uh, you can shut her down in a way that's still empathetic and maintains the relationship. And because she's been through a lot, you don't necessarily have to protect her from feelings you have. Like, uh, just put them on the table. Remember, it's not necessarily the message, but the package that the message is delivered in. So be kind with your words. But uh, give her a chance to accept that feedback and adjust rather than you just pulling the ripcord and bouncing out of the organization. What say you, James? Well, I, I think it depends on what your goal is, because in my mind, you have already achieved perfection. You are working from home. You have flexibility. <laughs> it sounds like people Jesus. leave you alone. You say you're being gatekept. I say you are being shielded from responsibility <laughs> and garbage. Ooh. Like, OK, OK, so it does not sound to me like you are resenting her because she's a supervisor, that you want her job or that you want some other job. You're not talking about climbing the corporate ladder it sounds like you want to keep doing exactly what you're doing but get credit for your contributions either that or you don't want this other person to be able to get by doing less you want her to do her own work and i would say to you why does it matter like, is she preventing you from getting – so is there a promotion I'm missing here? Is she preventing you from getting a raise? Or is this just one of those on-principle things? Like, on principle, you wanted to acknowledge that this was your idea. On principle, you wanted to acknowledge that you're the one propping this person up. Because if this is just a matter of principle, I say let it go. It hurts that it's your friend doing this, but, like, you go into any organization, and this is going to happen. Your supervisor, to some degree, is always going to take credit for what you do. Uh, it sounds like, in this case, she's not even your direct supervisor. She's just, like, somebody off to the side. Uh, so yeah. I would say you have a sweet arrangement. You're working from home. You've got flexibility. You've got more money than you would be elsewhere. And the one wrinkle is that somebody else is kind of piggybacking on your work. You're not under any obligation to do her work. When she asks you for advice, I mean, you're working remote. Say, oh, sorry, I didn't see this message. Sorry, it took me two hours to get back to you. I mean, you don't have to go above and beyond to do her work. You can just do your work and be perfectly happy. Uh, you've got such an awesome setup here. And uh, if, if it really does bother you, then I guess the next thing, before I looked for another job elsewhere, I'd probably try to get promoted just to another division or something like that. I mean, she's this person 
is already not your direct supervisor. It sounds like she's parallel in some way, so it's not like she's right above you, literally gatekeeping you. But if you're afraid she's blocking your access, I mean, the, the next step is just to apply up the chain. I don't know that really uh, confronting her is going to do a lot because I think she knows what she's doing. She's doing the bare minimum to get by. And uh, maybe rather than uh, confronting her or changing her behavior, what you should do is take a lesson out of her playbook and fight back by also doing the bare minimum. Do your job. Don't do her job. And just enjoy the perfection that is your life. Oh, that is uh, the perfection that was James' first book also. It really has been the mantra under which he's led his life. James, you bring up such an interesting point that I at first wanted to reject it, and then I thought about it and thought, I'll be darned, I'll bet you're onto something. That uh, you got a good sniffer with this stuff because you kind of work in a corporate environment and I don't. So I think when you said the jealousy part, I thought there... My, my mind went to the, the movie Roxanne, where Steve Martin loved Daryl Hannah, but uh, he fed lines to that guy that was in the backseat of Val Kilmer's plane in Top Gun. And, but it, it didn't matter. Daryl Hannah fell in love with the guy. It didn't fall in love with Steve Martin. And Steve Martin at first was okay with it, but after a while, he's like, maybe I can do this. And that could be what the letter writer is saying, that you're the supervisor, but I'm basically helping you do your job. Maybe I can do your job. And so I'm not looking for other work to bounce from this company. I'm looking for other work to kind of rise to the level I think I can achieve now. I, that's, a, that's a great pull, Breakwell. All my polls are great, obviously, but I think we're, uh, yeah, so we've given you two diverse takes. You can you can take Steve's road and uh, be mature and work this out like adults, or you can take my road <laughs> and be happy and confront no one and just live a life of bliss. And I guess which road you take is up to you. Well, if you'd like us to solve your relationship issue in 10 minutes or less, send that in to Breakwell at explodingunicorn.com. That's Exploding Unicorn with the E. It doesn't have to actually be a marriage question. It can be a work question. It can be platonic friends whatever you've got send it in this has been another week of 10 minutes to save your marriage and that's 10 minutes of your life you'll never get back